welcome to another episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown, and I'm out here recording from my car. <clears throat> I'm on the old Fort McClellan. Take the fort off of that because now it's just McClellan. The fort closed around 1995, so right now it's like a thriving golf course slash industrial slash everything else area. Um... I teach fitness out here sometimes at the Parks and Rec Department. In fact, I just finished teaching water aerobics. I always say this. um, It's going to be a quick episode because I've got things to do. But I do. I really do. I have a luau to be at tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. I just had to come on and share what happened. I'll start with the funny, not so funny thing. It's funny slash not funny because it's not funny when it happened to me. As soon as I ended last podcast I recorded, whenever that was, like as soon as I ended it, I'm talking like a minute later, I was looking at my phone, phone in hand, and I got a pop-up message that was saying, um, I'm trying to remember exactly what it said. First, it said your SIM card has been removed. Well, I'm holding it in its hand and it, it hasn't. So it disconnected from the SIM card, and then it was like, you've been signed out of Messenger, nothing worked. So basically, all at once, my phone became a paperweight, that like a clock. Somehow kept time. I don't see how it was keeping time, if nothing else worked, honestly, but like, I couldn't message, I couldn't do anything. Um, and I've talked on many episodes about my personal self-observation of... Um, lack of trust, betrayal trauma in the past causing lack of trust. And so what happened was I didn't go like, Hey, maybe this is nothing. Um, I was convinced like a hundred percent someone's like hacked into my phone, my account and gotten into my like phone. Like basically I thought someone's logged out my phone and I tried to go on to have a, a tablet type thing, a Chromebook. It doesn't have windows on it or anything. But anyway, I have a device. And so I try to log in to my account, which sent me the text. Instantly, it didn't ask. It usually says, do you want to your text or your email confirmation number? Uh, And since the email option didn't come up, I was like, oh, no, now I've sent a text without it asking to confirm. Now I've sent a text to whoever's receiving my texts because I'm like, I'm certain I'm not like maybe somebody logged in. I'm like certain that someone's gotten into my account. Now they've got my everything, my access to everything on my phone. Because if you haven't been listening to previous episodes, someone texted me with my number and I accidentally clicked the link. Now I didn't fill out anything when I, I was just trying to tap around on the text to figure it out. And I thought, man, I better not click this link. And as soon as I thought that, of course I clicked it. So I thought, oh, I've got malware on my phone. Someone's, like, hacked my phone. I don't know. But I was thinking that it was just, that's it. They've stolen. I've already had, on previous episodes I've talked about, they've already stolen my social and everything else, my birthday social, all of the things. So I was like, that's it. Now they got my phone. And I just stood outside Verizon for a full hour in the sun, blazing hot sun, by the way. One of the guys came out told me they opened he said at 10 and I thought he said 
in 10. But the fact that they were open, it was actually a Monday holiday. Juneteenth was a holiday for a lot of folks. So I was just like, basically like, thank God you're open. Because the live chat's only automated facts. That's not helping me with a human being. Uh, nothing was working. Um, I couldn't sign in. Like, I couldn't even... I couldn't even do anything. Anyway, the second guy comes out of Verizon, and he suggests that, I, you know, first he says, you know, we open at 10. And I said, well, I'm in a bit of a crisis situation. And, you know, by the way, I'm waiting on a phone call at this time from Shaco Springs about business. So I said, I'm in a bit of a crisis situation because my phone's not working, like, at all. Nothing's working on my phone. And uh, he said, well, we don't open till 10. I'm like, I know that. I'm in a bit of a crisis situation. And then he says, well, you can call 24-7 customer service. And I just looked at him and flatly was like, how would I call? And then I just wanted to add on the word, like, you jerk. <laughs> like, how would I call them? I don't see a payphone out here. Like, how am I going to call 24-7 support? The Nothing's working. So when I walked in, they all, I was the first one in line. They all kind of looked hesitantly like, oh, this is the crazy lady that's been standing in the sun. Like she was crying when she got here. I was crying a little bit because I was like, great. Now, like, they're going to be able to get into my everything, like all of my accounts and everything. Because everything's on my, like my account, not my accounts, but like my email link to my phone, which that kind of makes me want to just not have a phone. <laughs> I can still podcast from my de other device. Um, and I even told the guy at Verizon that I said, this is so many things happening. It's just stressing me out. It makes me want to throw this phone off of like a bridge. Honestly, that's what it makes me want to do, but whatever. Um, I'm already six minutes into the story. All he had to do was take out the SIM card and put it back in. He did see that what was happening to me was happening with him where he couldn't log in he couldn't like the text to log in thing wasn't working because the text messenger was signed out anyway so I'm not quite over <laughs> my uh catastrophizing whatever uh I'm still working on it but I did take that one hour standing at the door I took some of that time to meditate which helped me someone got in line behind me I started talking about yoga and then he started asking me uh, he asked me some medical things, which I said, there's this thing called staying in my lane. Like, I'm not a doctor. And there are some things that you just have to talk to doctors about. And I have that conversation, like, a lot. First of all, I can't train you online through messengers. And I'm not going to do that way. And I'm not a doctor. Anyway, I've got good news. Seven minutes into this podcast. Great news. A milestone happened yesterday. Um, by the way, today is Friday, June 24th. forgot to say that. And um, it's been averaging 97 degrees here in Alabama. I don't know what that is in Celsius, but it's been close to 100 degrees almost every single day consistently. And then after today, it's supposed to be thunderstorms for a full week. Oh my goodness. Anyway, good news. That wasn't the good news. The good news is yesterday... Uh, June 23rd, I taught my first children's yoga class, and they were awesome. The kids ranged in age from 4 to 11. 
And I was kind of nervous because, like, I don't have kids. I've never really, like, I've taught pound fit with kids and I've taught Zumba with kids. But I've never really had, like, an all-kids yoga class before. I've had kids come to my yoga and I don't really change the practice. But when it was all kids, I did really change the practice. It was more like a game. Um, just adventures, you know what I mean? Like, when we were in Down Dog, they'd bark. And at one point, I put on this song that was kind of like jungle sound. And I'm like, now we pretend we're in the jungle. And then I put on this song that was kind of like beachy. And I'm like, we're going to go to the beach. And then I pretended like we were on surfboards for our warrior feet. Um, but first we had to put our sunblock on. So I had them like rub their arms, like putting the sunblock on. And a lot of these things, um, I took away from the MVP online tutorial from my student folder. There's all these workshops and classes on how to do things with yoga. And Letty, I love her so much. She had this 10 hour workshop on how to teach yoga to kids. So I got a lot of great information from her about making it fun. Like when we sat down, we pretend like we're driving a car, you know, like telling all the kids that they did take their driver's license test and they did great and just pretending to drive a car for fun. Um, they were really good at barking and down dog too. Anything that happened that was like being loud, they were really good at that. <laughs> at the very beginning, because it's been like 97 degrees every day, um, I put on an instrumental version of that Brazilian hot, hot, hot song. And I'm like, what is it? Say hot, hot, hot. Scream hot, hot, hot. And then I was like, say hot, say caliente. And I had them scream out caliente, which is hot in Spanish. <laughs> it was very funny. Like funny as in fun, funny. I enjoyed it a lot. And I can't believe I actually came on this podcast and said like, I don't see me working with kids. It was fine. I just... I don't know. I just felt like I wouldn't, I don't know. There were some kids that sort of got bored and tapered off. Um, but I mean, the ones that participated enjoyed it. There was 14 total. Um, the ones that did it loved it. And that's all that matters. Um, there's always, and I told the woman that owned the farm where this camp was being held. It was like a kid's camp, by the way, at the alpaca farm. I told her, like, I knew that some kids would be, like, bored of it by the end. And she said, well, those two that are just running all the different directions, she felt like that they weren't going to do it anyway. They were just wanting to run around and enjoy the camp, which is fine. Um, I just try to make it, like, where it wouldn't be boring. It's really, like, hard to connect with kids sometimes, especially, like, if you don't stop and think about it, because I almost went up there and taught, like, if I hadn't watched that video on how to teach kids yoga, I might have just went and tried to do, like, a 30-minute yoga class, which probably would have, if I would have done what I teach with an adult class, I'm pretty sure that all of the kids would have been bored by the end, because kids get bored easily, so I'm really grateful for having access to those workshops, um, and I hope to do it again. So maybe I can do like fun yoga for birthday parties. I didn't throw out any of the uh, stuff like Namaste or the OM because we've got a lot of work to do in Alabama on educating folks. I had someone several years ago when I first started talking about yogic uh, having chants and stuff. And she outright thought that it was satanic and this particular same person also thought New Mexico was in Mexico, but we've got a lot of work to do on expanding knowledge on all kinds of things, um, just in general. Uh, 
I don't want to throw out the om and the namaste and try to explain that to the kids and then them go home and you never know like every kid there was really cool but I never know which of their parents might not want me teaching Sanskrit to their kid um and there's not that many of them but there are some in Alabama I mean there's they're here (laughs) I don't know where they're at that's the thing that scares me is I don't want to offend anybody so I just said instead of namaste I just said be well which is what one of my teachers says um I guess that that's really why like when I said that thing about like I don't think I'll be working with kids I think because of all the stigma on having yoga in schools and having to battle for it and then when they finished wrapping up the bill it still was like no saying namaste and no using Sanskrit and no ohms like that was all that's all a no-no if you're teaching yoga in like a school school I mean this wasn't inside of a school but still there's a little bit of um there's a little bit of work to do like if I had talked to all their parents and known they were cool with it like me teaching them Sanskrit which I want to like I think they should learn it um yeah I'm just gonna work on it slowly I'm not gonna just like dive head first in and then we're learning Sanskrit. You're learning what? Like people will be like, what are you talking about? All right. So I'm going to wrap this up. I've got to get my stuff ready for the luau tomorrow. Uh, among other things, maybe get some breakfast wherever you're at and whatever you're doing right now. I hope that you're having a beautiful day. Um, I don't know when you listen to this, the, the analytics say on average that you guys and gals are listening in the morning. So remember that You don't need it to be January 1st to make it a new day. You can make it a brand new day every single day, whatever day you're listening to this. So make the most of your day and enjoy it. Be in your moment. Namaste.